welcome to the Excuse My African podcast. My name is Stella Damasis and I am your host. Join me as I take you on a journey through the eyes of a misrepresented and misunderstood African girl abroad. In this episode, I will talk about the return of the crown. days ago I got a message on Instagram from Rume. Most of you who know who Rume is, she sent me a message on Instagram and um, she drew my attention to something that someone posted and this post came from CNN and it was very interesting because um, I had heard about some of the things that were happening especially with uh, the the foreign nations returning a lot of artifacts that have that were stolen, um, some were taken away from Africa from different parts of Africa, and uh, most of them are in museums, especially in Europe, you know. So, but this one really caught my attention because of the significance, and it it was titled. You can go on CNN and check it out. It was titled "Dutch Government Returns Stolen 18th Century Precious Crown to Ethiopia." So the Dutch government returned this stolen ceremonial crown to the Ethiopian government. And I think it happened on the 20th of this month, this February. Um, this crown was of great religious significance and it went missing from a church in Ethiopia about 21 years ago. The Dutch government made the statement and said it was missing. So there was a guy called Sirak as Fau. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. He's a Dutch national. But he's from Ethiopia. He emigrated to the Netherlands in the late 70s. Um, and then he told a story of how the crown came into his hands in 1998. As far as a former refugee, and in an interview, he found the crown in a suitcase left behind by a guest. A guest that was at his apartment, which is very strange. This guest was at his apartment and he found it and decided to hold it. He kept it. And he hid it for 21 years. Now, it's not like he wanted to keep it to himself. According to him, he said he really didn't want to give it up to the government or to the government that had the regime at that time in Ethiopia because he wasn't sure of what was going to happen. He didn't think he could, you know, trust that regime as, as you know, one that could handle this without having any issues. And he was just trying to be careful, trying to keep it safe for as long as he could until something changes, you know. So um, he was also concerned about handing it over to the Dutch authorities at that time. He didn't know what to do, so he kept it to himself, you know. But after a while, I think he went out there and started asking people, you know, what do you think? If someone finds something like that, what do you think should happen? You know, I'm not sure what they said to him. But after some years, he now realized that government had changed, you know. So the new government headed by a man called Abby, I don't even, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong, but the present government, he found that this, this man was a very trustworthy person, the first Ethiopian to receive a Nobel or a prize and all of that. He found that this regime was trustworthy, that they would appreciate the fact that this crown had come back. I mean, it's a long story and I would really advise you to go ahead and, and read it because it was really fascinating to me, and I, I'm 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 reading and finding out that this is like the beginning 
of more things to happen, especially now that there's this huge advocacy for people to return um, artifacts that were removed from Africa, especially without permission. A lot of these things were taken away and, and it wasn't, um, it wasn't good, you know? So the, the whole thing was very interesting to me, but here's what's more interesting. The person who put out the post about this said something very striking. And he said that this crown was created or was made in the 18th century. And he was wondering, cause he said, how come we keep saying that the white man brought Christianity to Africa? When this crown that was there way before the white man came had a picture or an image of Jesus on it, it was religious. So how did they say the white man brought Christianity to Africa when we already had that? Don't you think the white man actually just promoted the Christian religion just to promote their own agenda, you know, to push their agenda forward, but Christianity was there before. I don't know the answers to that. I've been trying to read it up. I've been trying to find out what really happened. That's the whole reason I'm <laughs> I'm putting out the story about the returned crown because that crown is significant, has the image of Jesus. I've seen the picture and they said it's it was created in the 18th century. So I'm not really sure how to connect the story right now. But if you're listening to this, please, if you can do as much research as you can, I'm still working on, on my research to know exactly what this person was talking about. But if you have an idea or an answer to this question about Christianity and the white man and all of that, I would really like you to reach out to me and tell me what your findings are. In the meantime, I'm just celebrating Africa and I'm happy at the fact that finally, the things that belong to Africa that have been taken away by foreigners are being returned gradually. I cannot wait for the Edo people, the Bini people, to start getting back all the things, all the bronze, all the carving, everything that was taken away from the the kingdom of of benin you know it, it will be it will be massive it will be great so like i said if you have anything to add to this you have more to the story or you have done your research and you have more findings please let me know it was fun talking about this guys thank you so much thank you for listening to this podcast and i hope you'll join me again for the next one you can contact me via email excuse my african at gmail.com or visit the website, excusemyafrican.com, for more details. Remember to stay positive and give love. <music>